Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of For the Both of Us. I'm still getting used to saying that. Um, I have Josh, my husband, with me, and this is fun. Mm-hmm. We are we already recorded this week's episode with some of our best friends, Ansley and Will Dunn, and honestly, it was a hot mess. It has taken me forever to edit this thing because because of a lot of reasons because <laughs> we had a couple babies there we also were all just shouting in the mic in different directions and we rambled that's right we also been in the middle of moving yeah to layer that on so it's we been in the middle so of tired. we don't even have a kitchen table right now <laughs> we're moving in three days at this time yeah it's just well, we're Editing the podcast is just one of those things. It's like, oh, man, we got to get it done. Yeah, got to get it done. Oh, my gosh. Life is truly crazy right now. Give him a glimpse, babe. Give him a glimpse. Oh, man. I mean, while Ken's was recording a podcast with Mac today, (laughs) Ruthie was supposed to be sleeping, and she was just screaming. (laughs) So I hopped off. I had to cancel the call with one of my employees. (laughs) Grabbed her from the bassinet. Did everything I could to get her to stop crying, but she would only stop crying if I was holding her. Josh has got a good dad touch, though. I do. I feel like I've, I'm pretty I, impressed. I have some good tactics that I've learned over the last seven weeks of her life. <laughs> I've heard that some like girls don't leave their kid with their husband because they just can't do it, or overwhelmed, or just <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> but oh my gosh, Josh pulls through. I mean, it is so challenging, life. It's like work, baby, just taking care of a baby, I think it's pretty straightforward. But once you have, you know, work plus baby, whole different ballgame. Plus. Plus podcast. <laughs> plus moving. Plus moving. And renovating a house. It's looking good. Our yep. surfer house dreams are coming true. They are, hopefully. we still got to put carpet in. What do you mean? Yeah, literally like the day before we get there. This week, we are putting carpet in. Yep. But what are you most looking forward to in the house, like the new mm, house? I'm excited for the main living room. It's like these really big vaulted white ceilings. And then I'm excited for our little sitting area that we put together. We actually just bought these two really cool prints from a local artist here in Nashville. One has Mary holding baby Jesus, and then the other one is Jesus with a lamb. And I'm excited to just sit there and have my morning coffee. Yes. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Right now we live in this like little cottage vibe house that that I have lived in with roommates for two years before Josh moved in and we got married. And so anyways, this house is like all that and all those memories and it's totally a different style. So it's really fun. We've been getting to like renovate our basically dream home. So we'll show you guys on Insta 
mm-hmm. at some point. So but, what's this episode about, babe? Yeah, let's talk about this episode. Okay, this episode is about going deeper with couple friends. We wanted to have this conversation because, honestly, it's been really hard for us in our early years of marriage to find depth in our friendships. Um, last week or a couple weeks ago, Mac did an episode about building community and just like their small group and how that was formed. And it was quite a hit. I think that this is something that people are just wanting to know more about and it's difficult for everybody. So we thought we'd do a little part two, our little variation and maybe a different spin. So yeah, but maybe you could share how that's been a part of our marriage. Yeah. I mean, part of it was when we first got married, you know, you kind of have your single friends that you were in a crew with, and then you kind of have to find your new couple friends. And I think that it's always an f- interesting challenge to uh, find couples that you both jive with. So whether the guy gets along with the guy and the girl with the girl, and just it's kind of like an interesting puzzle to put yeah. together. <laughs> and so you kind of start with your friends that you're running around with, in your single years and then you are really trying to find people that you both like to hang out with and it's harder than you think it is yeah just like your limited amount of time things that you're up to and it's kind of like church shopping in some ways you're just like (laughs) trying different friends and doing different things and so I think we struggle with that for the first year or two of our marriage and then uh, I feel like only in the last year and a half did we really what have we been married now three years yeah yeah i feel like only in the last the back half of that did we really figure it out and so um talking with will and ansley i feel like they have really great community they're some of our best friends in nashville and so we kind of dove into what makes um not just how to make tons of friends but you know more importantly is the depth of those friendships yeah and um yeah we just kind of discussed that together we like we, I feel like there's been a lot of layers to our friendships. Like, and you'll hear we've had some hard, like heart to hearts with them. We've had some awkward moments with them. We've had some hilarious moments with them, and it's all just built depth in our friendship. So you'll hear a lot of like just our stories and how we became friends and how it's developed. And through that, I hope you find just some nuggets of wisdom of how you can apply that to maybe some friends in your life that are on the surface right now and you're like okay I like these people and I want them to be a part of my life I want them to know us better and I want to know them better and um, you know we need that right now we need people that are like not just like friends but like in it with us like gonna pray for us gonna walk through hard stuff with us and um, just committing to that friendship and so if you're desiring that right now I think you're gonna really get a lot from this episode or I hope you get a lot it's gonna be awesome yep okay well let's get into today's episode Okay, you guys, we are so excited to finally have our besties on the podcast. It's been a long time coming because in between wanting to do this podcast and now doing the podcast, both of us had children. So, and you, they're both here for the podcast, so you will spontaneously hear them giving some yes all throughout, which we love. Okay, so it's Halloween night, weirdly enough. We thought we'd start off 
by sharing just like a little bit of our like vibe right now, what we're wearing. And we actually don't know what each other is. So <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> the the spouses know what the other spouse is, but neither couple knows what each other are. Okay. Yeah. So I don't I feel like we should, should guess. I feel like we should cast our guesses yeah. and then right. said person reveal. You thought guess what Kenzie and I are. Well, okay, are you a pair? Are you yeah, we're a pair. Okay. Maybe it's like 21 questions. <laughs> you, have, you have three guesses okay. to guess who you are. Uh, are we still the farmers of some sort? Yeah. yeah Josh, yes. let that slip. Yep. <laughs> All right. What kind of farmers? We're two different types of farming. Okay. Oh, two different types. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, you, is that for sure? I feel like yeah, Josh, Josh sounds unsure. I feel like yeah. Josh is a crop farmer. Oh. oh. Like direction. Right direction. Crops. Is that your second right guess? Direction. No, we're just we're just zeroing in. His hat is Which like crop? crop. <laughs> All right. That's a coy guy. He's in the into the prune family. <laughs> All right. Here's my guess. Family. You're in it. Don't. Okay. Here's Will. No, don't tell us what color. Red fruit. We're voting apple farmer, and Ken's is a horse farmer. No, no, I'm uh, a farmer from Toy Story. Is she a farmer? Okay. We Cute. think so. She's more of a cowgirl. She's a cowgirl. Do you see the black? See yeah, I'm a strawberry farmer. In the braid. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious. <laughs> okay, so now we get stuck. Yeah, who are we? Like, if you move, you die. You know, they wear the white pants. What is that movie? <laughs> it's like they're Japanese and they wear the white. I am not tracking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch scary movies either. <laughs> Big Japanese guy. Okay, yeah. okay so she's okay, actually a superhero. Wait, what no, were you? No, that's not superhero. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, we can make an argument for this it. This is incredible. No, wait, I told you guys. I know. Okay, what are you? I am Little Red Riding Hood. Born again, Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Will is um, a PE teacher. Oh, I like that <laughs> guess, but no. Uh, you're Rico from Boing Dynamite. Also a good guess, and I kind of wish I was right now. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm actually, his, I'm a historical figure. Oh. Oh, I know. You're I'm an Olympian. Okay. Number one. I use my legs. Okay, wait. wait. And I use them a lot. Michael Phelps. On the earth. <laughs> not in the world. Seven, eight, meter runner. All right, yeah, give it away. You gotta keep it going. The grand <laughs> champion of American track history, Bruce Jenner. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that's so funny. He was a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Bruce. we all look at it. We remember to take a photo. We'll post it on Instagram and actually show you guys our outfits because they're pretty ratchet. Oh, our baby. Our baby is <laughs> our superheroes. Um, we don't know what Raya is. No, we do. She's a pink Power Ranger. It's oh. Kimberly. It's Kimberly. I thought the she was pink Ranger. Medium. You think Batman? I think. Instead of we don't know, I need them to say you don't know. <laughs> okay, but obviously Ruby is Wonder Woman, so we stole the best yeah. one and we left there. That she is. <laughs> So we are talking to all the couples out there that are looking to make deeper friendships with other couple friends because we know that can be super difficult. I think sometimes it's easy like the girl gets along or the guys get along or and you just can't really get anywhere or the friendship really stays. You both get along and 
Or you can't. She doesn't go anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, I mean the girls. No, let me say, replay that for you. It's that the guys get along with the, then the girls might not get along. I know. The girls get along and the guys don't get along. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember when I was stuck in that horrible cycle. (laughs) Or there's a lot of friendships that stay like on the surface and you don't really know how to get deeper or whatever it may be. So I want to start off by asking you guys, you guys were new to Nashville when we first met you all. So what did that look like for you guys coming into town? What were some like intentional things you did to make friends? Well, I think right off the bat, we tried to find a church. We tried to shop to but we knew we wanted to find community through church. Because yeah. in Texas, where we moved from, that's where we met most of our friends. Yeah. Correct. So I think that was a huge part. Yeah, that was definitely step number one. I mean, I think we, we when we when we moved, uh, when I moved back to Nashville and we, Ansley came down, we got married, I think first thing that came to our mind for friendship, you know, starting new friendship was finding a local church. So, and that was a process of, attending a lot of great churches in Nashville, but ultimately praying, asking the Lord to give us peace for a place. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, our first time to the church where been plant, we've been planted at for years now, we stood next to Josh and Ken's when we walked in mm-hmm. and, and went out for lunch. But definitely think church was number one. Second thing, I think, is you got to meet up with people outside of church. And so if I were to like narrow it down to an activity, it was just like, taking all the leads like anytime you yeah. felt like you had a lead on a, on a couple or maybe one of this one you know one spouse or one partner basically connected with someone else and you just go for it you just kind of keep keep going you know don't yeah. get stagnant in it that's kind of the first thing we tried to mm-hmm. keep aware of and because we needed it yeah we, we didn't want to prolong it yeah yeah it's like treating friendships like a sales funnel <laughs> track down that lead and you follow up until you close the deal that's right babe that's That's right okay so church was a huge part saying yeah yeah i feel like also stepping queen of the yes actually i feel like if you feel like any ounce of connection with someone just ask for their number and yeah make a coffee date or a walk and then fill it out and see maybe their spouse might sound like a good fit for your spouse or boyfriend or whatever yeah i feel like i did that a lot yeah, and working environments too, like where I worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, church, where you work. Okay, so we met at church. We went out to lunch. That was fun. I'm trying to think of kind how else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, honestly, yeah. first lunches I, with a couple friends can be, I mean, I'm not saying ours was awkward or like maybe didn't go anywhere or whatever, but like, you know, we probably didn't like hit it off right off the bat. No. I don't think we hung out for a while. After yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like probably could speak to somebody. What I definitely think so. I mean, yeah. we got lunch, and it wasn't. It was a good lunch. It was not a bad lunch. <laughs> yeah. It was like, but it wasn't. It was almost like there wasn't even necessarily a spark of what we've become. Like no. it was there. Like it was a good lunch, but like we really didn't like find out who each other were, <laughs> and, you know, or find that friendship in that lunch. And like Ansley said. It was a while, I think, before we hung out again. I definitely think there's a lesson in that. Like, you cannot, you can't judge anything by one time yeah. together, whether that's a church, a friendship, a, you know, a date, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, don't fall into that. That's really, really true. I remember we went out to lunch, and Josh thought you were too into ministry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from. I, there's a chance I was too much into ministry. 
He was working at Chick-fil-A at the time. Oh, like, that's right. Chick-fil-A energy. This guy's sold out for me. Yeah. yeah. That's Chick-fil-A <laughs> business, maybe? Dutch is always looking for, like, business guy, like, the entrepreneur yeah. to, like, relate wow. with or resonate with. And he was like, yeah, I just don't think we're going to be bros. He's like, well, he's in the ministry or something. Well, I don't <laughs> remember saying that. That's amazing. I vaguely remember. I'm going to exaggerate. You're kind of shocking my mind that I was actually at Chick-fil-A when we first hung out. Yeah. Uh, bad date stamps or uh, time stamps or, or friendship. Yeah, seriously. What, 2018, mid-2018? Would have been okay. 2019. But yeah. yeah, whoa, that's crazy. Okay, so what were some, like, what changed the game? Can we remember? I feel like the boys were in the small group together, so I feel uh, like you guys were seeing each yeah. other often. True. And then I remember going to a wedding that we all were invited to. And I remember talking to Kins and being like, oh, okay, this is like fun. I feel like I would talk to another girl that I've gotten along with in a while. Yeah. And then you asked to go to, we started doing Monday hangs. Yes. That was like, oh, yeah. wait, this is big. That's wow. Yeah, that's got him on that. Yeah, that was random. It was after that wedding and you texted me and you're like, hey, let's start going, meeting up every Monday. Yeah. I started reading a book. Wait, oh, that's so cool, yeah. Sacred marriage. Which I feel like says something about um, even, like, hanging out, like, just the girls or dressing out the guys, yeah. like, developing a friendship that way, too. Like, yeah. really important. Yeah, True. that is important. And being intentional. Like, mm. it's so well, intentional. We like, yeah. it's like, 8 a.m. every wow. Monday. Uh, that's so good. Honestly, I think that brings up a great point. Like, it is, it is so important that, like, you know, everyone within the friendship can connect the guys with the guys, the girls with the girls. And so yeah. I definitely think maybe intentionally incorporating that if you're searching for friends, yeah. going on double dates, but also like separately making efforts to hang out, you know, one-on-one -on -one with, you know, husbands yeah. with husbands and vice versa. So yes. I think that, because I, th I don't think we hung out that much together as a group no. between, uh, between that first lunch and then our trip to Florida, which is really what set it all up. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is funny because I remember Will and I were talking and we were going with Will's family, but they were coming to later. So we knew that we could have bring some friends down and we were like, do we bring old friends or should we just yeah. invite Josh and Kins who we, I think you and I had only gone to coffee like two or three times. Like, we're not <laughs> yeah, close. No. And I remember Will and I talking and saying, yeah. okay, this will either like make or break a friendship will either break our friendship or we'll yeah. bond so much quicker. So let's just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's the See how true our friendship was. Okay. And so on that Florida. trip, we found out about Vacation Will. Oh, yeah. Which is a whole different <laughs> animal. <laughs> you really got to this. know Vacation Will when he's off, off of his night, off of his work and Give me the living free. Um, who is this guy? <laughs> I've actually oh. never heard you tell me outside of the title, so I would love to know. Vacation this guy. Will is just ready to party at any given moment. <laughs> He's like so excited to drive a golf cart. It's nothing better. So excited to play some spike ball on the beach. He's got his speaker ready. There's a little bit of sunscreen on his nose. Yeah. And Let's he's, go. He's ready for any. He might even go out for ice cream after dinner. Like just all sorts oh my, of things. Dude, you're just kind of making me sad I'm not doing all these things. Like <laughs> yeah. That. Honestly, if you, don't just, word or what? if you don't just envision yourself as a golden retriever when you're at the beach, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Not much yeah, of a golden retriever guy. Yeah, we need that vacation well. Um, okay, I received that. Vacation, that is really awesome, though. I think if you like are like on the fence, oh, we could be like super close with this couple. I think like taking the bold step of like 
the, a bold yes. invitation of any sort. Like, obviously, that's not always going to look like vacation, but like a bold invitation of, uh, you know, I don't know, doing a, a party, like, a party, hosting something together. Yeah, it could be a lot of different things. So, yeah, I think starting something together. Yep. Uh oh. Wait, did we start something? <laughs> I it's remembering a lot of which actually can never be speak to people too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we didn't. That we didn't start. That that's so funny. Okay, so when we got back from Florida. We were like, oh my gosh, we're all BFFs now, and we should totally start. I think this is the right order. We could be wrong, but we no, should totally right. start like a small group together. That'd be so fun. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And so we were like, yes, for like, I don't know, a whole solid month. We were all just like individually, like thinking, yes, let's do this. We like talked about it over dinner. We're like, we're doing a small group. <laughs> oh, God. Then me and Josh and pretty sure got invited to a small group. <laughs> <laughs> and we ditched them. And we were, we forgot that <laughs> we were once together. <laughs> but then this is like good. We had a couple heart to hearts, and I think this is like good. But we exactly. had like a heart to heart where I don't know. Well, I got I got lunch. No, I I took Josh to coffee, and yeah. Ansley and I were just confused <laughs> and a little thrown off. Um, but we <laughs> we knew that we knew these people, and we knew that our friendship was one of the most important things to us, and that. Um, you know, we were committed to and i i think man you just you can't it's the hard stuff or the confusing stuff in friendships that literally makes or breaks it yeah. it usually doesn't break it directly it only breaks it if you just back out and you go silent but if you actually have an upfront conversation with someone it's likely going to make the friendship and so i definitely yeah. think that was a huge turning point but that wasn't the only one yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean one of at least two that's yeah, <laughs> That's so I feel like part of it too is you kind of have to make sure that the friendship is intact before you hit a rough patch because it could be like, oh, if you just like hit conflict in your friendship with like another couple, you're like, okay, and it's like kind of like if you were dating someone and you hit like all of a sudden you're starting to fight, you're like, okay, is this really worth it? Like we haven't had that much time to build the friendship, but I feel like because we went on vacation because we had these several hangs before our conflict of not starting a small group together to yeah. be able to get over the next, that little hump of conflict together as, well, as strong yeah. friends. And you want to continue hanging out because otherwise, yeah. if there's not that built-in bond, then it's not worth like yeah. really fighting for. In that situation though, we could have easily like kind of like drifted and not been friends. And it was, right. I think we saw from what had been built so far that it was worth the friendship keeping. And so yeah. I super honor Will for confronting that and like talking about it because it totally bonded us. And I would say for anybody listening, if there's any like tension in your couple of friends and if it's a friendship you want to keep or that's kingdom minded, then you kind of have to, you gotta have those moments and sort of like quote unquote fight for the friendship. And then there's other ones that you can totally let go. Things are just feeling weird and off or whatever. But um, yeah. And, and I would also just add to that, like that m morning with Josh, like, you know, giving each other just an opportunity to listen to each other and just to share. And I think going into that, I, I didn't feel like I was necessarily calling Josh out as much as I just felt like I was sharing our experience and how we understood it. 
And in that I was then able to, you know, listen to Josh because I trusted that, you know, we were going to figure this out and we did. Yep. Over our lattes at Karma. <laughs> our $8 latte. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So my $13 avocado toast. Okay. Um, I want to talk about some other like markers, I guess, of, a, of healthy friendship or how, I guess I want to talk about like, how do you think friendship goes deep? Like we talked about that conflict and like having the hard conversations. What else do you guys like think marks like depth in friendship? Because ultimately, you know, I think there's this just problem, like chronic problem of people having way too many friends and service level friends and it not like developing into something significant or life changing. And I mean, I'll start because I've thought about this, but I feel like it's a huge marker for us has been moments of prayer has developed like a heart and empathy and like also just like really like walking through it together there's been like some memorable times before we had kids we got to pray together you know pray over help stuff pray over Mm -hmm. work stuff pray over Mm -hmm. just like really heavy things and i feel like that's i i don't know it's so hard in friendship sometimes you're like oh we just planned a dinner like i don't want to actually like end this dinner and have some crazy moment of prayer it feels like hard work or an awkward transition or like I don't want to pray out loud or whatever but I feel like those moments have been really significant for us right? yeah. yeah yeah I think too I think being curious about people is a huge one because I've been on so many hangs where mm. I feel like I'm the only one talking and asking questions or vice versa or like yeah. the only one asking me I think it's a mutual like curiosity about the person and just mm-hmm. being intrigued and even if you don't feel like yeah. someone's talking or intrigued with you, the more you're consistent with it, eventually that'll become part of your relationship. The other person will naturally start asking questions yeah. about your life. But I think just being curious yeah. creates depth because you get you go somewhere with questions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anthony is the queen of asking questions. You are the so most naturally curious like, person, maybe behind next. To Ken's, like you guys are both. <laughs> no, she beats me. Yeah, she does beat you. You remember <laughs> things that I tell you, and I always feel bad leaving hangs with Anthony. I'm like, I should have asked about that. I <laughs> forgot. I can't believe she remembered to ask about that. Like, do you brainstorm before I hang? She just generates some. Some people She's might so need a brainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a that's also a good, good tip because that really become natural to everybody yeah 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 i think i would just echo what you already kind of touched on kins i think at certain points in the relationship and it can be at the beginning it can be in the middle it can be at the end just getting vulnerable with each other you know josh and i were already in a, a bible study grow group kind of thing together and we were practicing some of that naturally just doing fellowship but i think uh just for in friendship in general like when you are able to humble yourself before another person and be vulnerable and be weak, you know, and let them in to your inner world, it, it's vulnerable. It's, it's risky because really what you're doing is like you're laying, you're laying down your pearls and basically saying like, I trust you. You know, that's like a statement of trust. It's more than just a confession of something within yourself. It's also a statement of trust to the other person. And then that other person has a call to action, which is like to uphold, you know, your trust to, and if they can uphold your trust and they support you and, you know, listen, then like, I think that just 
it always levels up. It always levels yeah. up a friendship. It's like even even though that time was serious, even though that time was emotional, powerful, whatever it might be, it's I've always noticed that like the time after that, you just feel an even stronger bond, even when you're just having fun, you know, and yeah. just hanging out. I yeah. just feel like there's a it's there. It transfers. It transfers to the friendship. Yeah. Have you guys cried around each other? Me too. The boys. Me and William? Yeah. Yeah. Have we? You have? I'm sure we Hot have. tub. At least. Yeah, hot tub for sure. What's <laughs> wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime hot Josh and I get a hot tub machine. together, we just, we just weep. <laughs> With a glass of red wine. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. vulnerability, prayer, staying furious. One thing they're really good at, actually tonight, I'll tell you guys, we are celebrating, me and Josh are about, are about to move, which is super sad. And tonight is Halloween, like we said. But then also on the horizon, obviously, we have Thanksgiving, and then we have Christmas, and then we have Josh's birthday. And because they're not going to be together, Alan, they threw an amazing night that encompassed all holidays. <laughs> all the holidays. Oh, yeah. And I mean, meals, candies, pumpkin pies. Gingerbread. <laughs> Gingerbread now that we have stopped to make. New Year's Eve glasses. Yeah. Sparklers. But I say that cake, because I also pie. think that's another area that is like putting intention into your hangs. We talked about even like brainstorming a little bit. Um, before your hang, this is the level for there. You really plan <laughs> extravagant events together. I think it does bond and makes like everything so much more intentional. So yes, that's true. <laughs> My encouragement, and what I think has really set our friendship apart, is we've made decisions to do things together that, at that at the moment at that moment of our friendship was uncomfortable like we chose to do things together um you know that was ahead of where our friendship currently was like that mm, trip. yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah. yeah so like i think being able to evaluate where you're at in a friendship and then consciously premeditatedly deciding to do something that's like just beyond where y'all are at mm -hmm. i think that that brings a lot of growth but on the same coin doing things completely spontaneous you know non-premeditated not thought out even just stupid just like sending it basically like vacation will so honestly you know i'm just you know like like vacation imagine will. what would vacation will do you know honestly what comes to my mind is well we've only talked about one florida trip but our first florida trip was that first you know was example a uh beyond where we were uh decisive and thought out and we advanced the yeah. second florida trip though <laughs> was completely spontaneous very dumb we decided to go to Disney for three days and conquer every single <laughs> yeah. park. Actually, in two days, third day Universal. Splash Mountain uh, is what bonded us. And we stood in line for Splash Mountain for three hours. Uh, we all were crucified and raised from the dead. And our, our friendship has never been better. Will also is a great gift giver. Wow, am I? Yeah. yeah. Am I? I'll tell me. Like, like finding gifts. Like you brought me that one orange hat from Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like you got me something else. He always talks about his quality of yours. Yeah. Time. You. Oh, wait. You came over to my house. Last time you were at my house, you said I have something for you. What was that? Well, um, it's funny you bring this up. I think you're going to have to pause this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're back. 
We're back, and William has the gift. I love how I'm calling you William. There's two guests. <laughs> That's my name. That's because I called him. That's my legal name. All right, Will, you have to be quiet, though. The funniest part They should there. have been unwrapped before they got the funny to the You're going to hear me take it off. I want to say something really quick before this happens. Is The funny part about this was I got a new truck recently. <laughs> and I was texting Will, and I was like, I have a present for you. <laughs> and he said, that's funny because I have a present for you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? And he was like, is your present for me actually a present for me? Or is it just something that you've got and that you want to show me? <laughs> <laughs> so he knew that was my truck. Okay, guys. But then I just forgot dude, about the gift that he was going to give me. I did have a gift for you. <clears throat> In fact, I've had this gift oh my. for what? Four months? Dude. Since... July. Would you say one of your le- love languages is gift giving? No. Oh. <laughs> You're really good at it. Wait, I mean, it's not my love language for receiving, but maybe it is for like expressing if yeah. it's possible. But oh, okay. I don't know. You like that. Don't know. Um, but when we were in New York, Josh. Oh. Um, Kansas, there's a little something for you too, but this all started with Josh. Uh, <laughs> what is this? So, long story short, oh my gosh, what is it? We were browsing. You guys are getting the live New York, hitting all the stores, and uh, I stumbled into North Face just a little bit before they had to leave. What? And there I spotted the most <laughs> vibrant orange oh. shorts oh. you've ever seen. Oh my. And no one likes orange shorts like Josh. I orange shorts. Are you wearing orange shorts? But right wait. Now? Oh my God. Not one, but two <laughs> pairs of orange shorts, one each. We both have one. They're massive. The same shorts <laughs> for each of us. <laughs> so now, anytime you're in Florida, and you're thinking about me, Josh? Yeah. You just wear those orange shorts. Like, <laughs> and I'll wear mine. These are really nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did not see you getting me so, so kind of... So number one, he already got me an orange hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did. I did. That's right. Yeah, I, mean, I, I only give you orange gifts. He got me a hat from, an orange hat from Texas and orange shirts <laughs> in New York. Shout out to Billy Gaines. Wait, there's more. (laughs) For kids, we got an orange hat. No. No way. (laughs) It's church merch for you kids. Because you always comment that how much church merch I'm aware. It says Yeshua. So So I got you some church merch. Have you bought any for the girl church merch? Pretty yeah, in fact, I got a discount code. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. I'm trying to get one for a long time. But yeah. that, uh, you know, to back. be honest, though, uh, Anne's got that for me for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the regift. It just Is didn't really fit my head. Oh, look, it fits me. I immediately thought of you. Wait, really? I thought it was perfect. How do I look? It looks fine. Like you own a ministry of some kind. Oh, Yeshua. Is that what it says? It does say. Okay, Yeshua. I didn't even look. You look okay. like a suburban mom that plays pickleball. Oh, wow. What a compliment. That's a pretty elite status, I'd say. Yeah, I would say so. Too. Pickleball. So, just to wrap things up, I guess, how has 
our amazing friendship. <laughs> just kidding. How has like having strong couple friends, whether us or anybody, us or anyone, uh, improved your marriage? Great question. That's such a good question. That's a really good question, babe. You stumped him. I'm a natural. Yeah, I think just like having people that know you, just being able to pray for you. Like I feel like. I feel like I can come to Ken's or Josh and ask for prayer for our marriage or or anything really of like what's going on in our lives and I know that mm-hmm. they're there and their prayer moves stuff in our marriage. Mm. And I think totally. just having people in your corner <clears throat> is super helpful and just so encouraging in couple friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's like almost good as you're growing in your marriage to have a sounding board off of each other yeah. so that you're like, hey, this is like one thing that We've been going through or experiencing or like hurdles on the road that we've been going through and and just helping normalize things. Like even just in our conversations, we're like, wait, that happened? Like that's not normal. Or, you know, just calling each other out on different things and holding each other accountable. I think Mm -hmm. it's like in a healthy way. If you're in isolation together, then you just don't always have, you know, from the outside looking in, you can just be encouraged to living into a healthier lifestyle. I think yeah. that's I think that's so good. Honestly, what just came to my mind when you were saying that is um, you know, just what the Bible has to say has to say about marriage, which is how uh, two become one. Mm-hmm. And that's a profound mystery and a miracle that has very real tangible spiritual implications. But what's interesting is is what you're just saying, you know, in one sense, marriage is, marriage is, of course, one of the highest tools for sanctification. And you're just laying yourself before, uh, you know, your spouse at all times, laying bare, showing it all. But I was just getting to think about it. And if, but at the same time, we're, we're also one. So like we're individual, but we're also one. And we have this existence that is one. And so therefore, like we still need someone outside of ourselves. We need another couple that's also one mm. um, to, to, you know, reflect ourselves against. And it's like iron sharpens iron. That's true with one guy and one guy and one girl and one girl. But I also think it's true in a, in a unique way with, you know, one uh, marriage covenant and another marriage covenant um, mm-hmm. that takes place. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Me and Ansley, as we shared, we've been on Monday morning hangs and morning walks since like 2019. And I think it is a long time probably before we now feel comfortable to even share like the hard stuff and things like that. Even getting to this place of what we're talking about, the funny things, the vulnerable stuff, intentional stuff, like all of this takes time. And then I think it has huge significance on your marriage for so many reasons. And I think that's something that you can't just listen to this conversation and compare your friendships too. It's something that you can actually find for yourself through intention and things you talk about. That's some good wisdom. Thanks, God, for sharing all your friendship tips. You guys know we love you. And yeah.